Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We are live. <laughs> are we live? Yep. Throw oh, we're live. Okay. There it is. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> what is up, everybody? And welcome into Las Vegas edition of the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Presented as always by Man. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up and gamble along with us. Through summer league, like true degenerates. I'm here. I've got the whole squad with me. You can't see Brennan vote. He's off screen. I'll just give him a shout yeah. out anyway. Say something there. There, everybody heard you. Over <laughs> here, I got superstar Dev. I'm back. I'm back. We're in Vegas. Um, vibes are immaculate. Yeah. Weather is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> is, um, it, is weather incredible? No. I think so. No. It's this is the most standard Vegas weather in the history of Vegas. I weather. think it's been great. It hasn't been like 119 or 108 or anything. Like it's been really <laughs> just good about 100. You guys have been wanting to walk and stuff like that, and not all, don't not group me that. into that conversation. Not for that. I never want to walk anywhere. Uh, I'm also joined by D-Line Co. <laughs> guys. What's up? He's back, dude. Come on. <laughs> Everybody give it up. The man is back. The man is back. D-Line Co. My boy. My boy. Let's go, dude. I feel... Fantastic. Can you I tell you something? Fantastic. Can I tell you something? Ball is life. Is it not? Let's go, guys. Ball is uh, definitely life. We went out late last night. I don't, I'll pull the curtain back just a little bit. Oh, man. Bit, if people want to. Sure. Go. Let's pull it all the way back. Don't Not we, just a little. Pull we it all the way back. Look at us right now and be like, yeah, those guys went out last night. We went out last night to Fremont Street. It's yeah. downtown mm. in Las Vegas. Mm. Um, we lit the tables on fire, oh metaphorically and literally. We're at we're kicked out of the casino. Uh, came back home around 3 a.m. You can hear it in my voice. Shot some. Uh, but regardless of the time, you know me. Ball, yeah. ball is life. Ball is definitely life. Uh, went outside, put some shots up. Maybe went one of 15. Man, what a percentage. <laughs> what a percentage. There's no way he made one. There's no way. That's an exaggeration. Uh, over here, I got the man, the beautiful one, Harrison Wind. I got some advice for the people out there. If you want to put money on the Nuggets to win the championship, <laughs> go to the Golden Gate Casino <laughs> on Fremont Street. The odds are just all out of whack. They're way better. They haven't updated them than they years. are on DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> Shout out DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah. But check out the Golden Gate at Fremont Street. All right, insane there you go. odds on the Nuggets. A little tip for you. Today's show we had Nuggets practice today. I'm told there's some very interesting tidbits. I can't wait. Maybe some wind chimes coming through a little bit later on. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the game. I mean, we got our first look. Honestly, the, the first game of Summer League is the most interesting one because it's the app. It, these guys are mysteries, you know, yes. less mysteries now. I'm not saying it's definitive, but like, <laughs> hey, we got to look at some of these guys. Um, so there's a lot of takeaways on Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, Ishmael Kamagate, who was actually very interesting. Colin Gillespie, who's now my guy. I'm going to refer to him as my guy, Colin Gillespie. Uh, we're going to talk about all of them and maybe even a little bit of some of the others. You know, some of the other guys there as the Nuggets fall to the Timberwolves. But we start today with our top story. Oh, ba, 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 ba. What's our top story? What is Nikola top story? Jokic, written in the stars, Denver Nugget, since he was a child. Throw that beautiful footage up. As we saw Misko Reznatovic today, his Bye agent God. up on Instagram posted Jokic as a wee lad. Hey, you don't have to post the story. We're not going to read it. It's just a, it's a thing. It was beautiful. It was very well written. Very good job, Misko. But this is what you want to see. Look at the, how amazing is this, guys? Jokic, just five years old. Dude. Rocky. This is the year 2000. He has before he, the Carmelo Anthony era. These yeah. are some of the darkest days of the Nuggets history. It really that he's, was. That he's just 
championing the franchise. The thing uh, that throws me off about this picture is like, how has it been hiding for so long? I know. Like, I I know. know. It's I like know. right after he wins it's, the second MVP, and then dude, it just pops well, up. Well, it's out funny. Of it's, it's funny if, if Nikola Jokic was like a top draft pick. This is one of those pictures you show. On draft night, uh, yeah, like he it, gets drafted, you're like, so he was always a Nuggets Dude, fan. In the '90s, in the '90s, they thought they buried us as Nuggets fans, but they didn't realize we were seeds. This was planted <laughs> in the '90s. We were just la- waiting to grow. I can't, yeah. I can't wait to see the backstory on this. Like he had to have a player that he liked at that time. No, no, way. no. no. Has to come out. There's, how do you get a, it a said it was Denver a Nuggets? It was picture. on sale. That's or what something. I'm saying. In Serbia, though, that's that's incredible. <laughs> now, that's the the sweater, though. Like, where is that blue from? Like, that is not a Nuggets color. It's from like a knockoff store yeah. of NBA <laughs> gear. Uh, and honestly, it's really cool though. It is, uh, it is like this little piece of the serendipitous piece. Dude, has uh, dude has Destiny ever been more adorable? No, well, <laughs> it never has, man. <laughs> Don't fight Destiny. Um, Jokic has more photos of him as a child than I do. It's true. I had uh, like three photos of me before I was t- thirty. Did your parents not love love you or something? <laughs> they just didn't have a camera. You know what's crazy is also I, I, I like I don't even want to see those three. Like that feels like too much. For me. <laughs> Like too many, you're right. They're not very charming. Um, honestly, it is like this one of these things that kind of makes your day. You know, when I come across oh, the timeline, it's like, oh my god. Between this and ball being life, <laughs> what am I to do? You want to know a real, a real thing? I thought, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it, guys. I'm not afraid. I saw it, and I'm sitting here in my chair as I, as I am right now. Oh, and you're thrown. Up, and I think to myself, I go, you know what? We're doing it. We are. We're doing, we're doing it. it. That's a fact. We're winning it. I'm oh, gotcha, gotcha. We're gotcha, winning gotcha. it. In the Yoka chair, we're getting one. I just, it, it's happening. I'm already going to say it. The uh, universe is conspiring in our favor. I can feel it. I uh, am uncomfortable with the confidence that you said that with. I have no confidence. But I also, co- than- I co-sign it in an equally <laughs> ridiculous manner. If the basketball gods are on our side. They're not. They're not. They're not. But maybe not on our side. But if the basketball gods are real. They're if not. it's an they, actual they real thing, mm-hmm. which, I mean, we know that's well, 100% true. That. They will help steer the Nuggets towards a championship. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it makes it would make sense to the basketball gods that Denver, building its roster the way it did, Nikola Jokic, not skipping us, steps. us, you know, yeah. like, it, it all makes the most, sense. The most important part of that story, us. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're here as well. We're, we're on the journey, too. Yeah. I love it, man. It really did make my week. Um, also making my week was NBA Summer League. We got the debut, the long-awaited debut of the Denver Nuggets. They were one of the last teams to uh, play yesterday, but we got our first look. I kind of we're gonna go through all of these guys, but I kind of want to start with big picture perspectives on the Nuggets and Dev. Like you watched the game, you took it all in. What was when you were walking out of the out of the arena? What was kind of your big picture take on that first game? Uh, that other than the is, fact that you were hungry, like yeah. other, other than that. <laughs> I think that really it was just like uh, this is a different type of team. Like I really do think that they're not yeah. offensive, um, you know, mindset Ooh, type team. Clear. Um, and, and and they went after that. I really think that even with their uh, summer league roster, they made it a point to get some guys that are going to be, um, you know, defensive-minded players. They have some offensive players on the team that really didn't even get into the game. That's a great point, actually. Some of the guys that didn't play a lot of minutes, and maybe this changes going forward, we'll talk about it, but some of the guys were the guys that maybe can make shots. It's almost like they don't care, man. Let's, let's it's like they just like want to like dive into this, like yeah. this is a defensive – you know, minded team, defensive first team, and that's how you're going to be able to play. That's how you're going to be able to try to stick in this league. And I feel like that was, like, really evident, um, as well as they wanted to showcase their new players. This is the first time I feel like in a while that we got to see all of the new players play, um, you know, in the opening game. So that excitement was high for everybody. Um, but I just think that it was just, like, the overall, this is going to be a, a different type of um, team. Yeah. What about you, D-Line? Yeah, this didn't feel like – like, last year's summer league squad was, like <sighs> – it was like exciting with it had like much more exciting highs, mm. but the team sucked. Like they were not a good team. But seeing like Bones come out, we didn't know if he was gonna play. Oh, like, it was bold, the best. bold. We had like all these moments where we're like, oh man, this is so fun. This is what summer league is all about. I don't feel like we're gonna get a single moment like that. This squad. <laughs> really? No. I mean, we got we got a not couple. a single wow. memorable moment. We, I mean, wow. Not, expectations have never been lower. Dude, Tune like, in, everybody. When, it's gonna when, be no, great. like when Bones came in and like hit a couple threes, I was like, yo. I mean, I guess the closest thing we got was like a Christian Brown. He had a bunch down. of dunks. two posters. Yeah, yeah. Did I had, start no, out the entire thing with. Like an alley, yeah, first, first play. Like, uh, yeah, you're not right. You're not wrong. Uh, but there's just like it feels different this year, and I think that what Dev is saying is why it's like more. There's just like a bunch of 
lunch pailers out there. The <laughs> lunch pailer summer league. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your lunch, lunch pail and go. <laughs> what about you, Wind? I mean, my biggest takeaway was Christian Brown, probably. Yeah. He looked exactly like I expected him to look. Like, th- this is why the Nuggets drafted him, because he just has such a high floor as a yeah, prospect. I agree. And he came into the game yesterday, and it looked like he was <coughs> one of those summer league vets who's there for his second go around. Mm. You know, like those second year guys who come back to summer league, you're always like, okay, like, like, like Cam Thomas. Yeah, like, like, like all right, right, we get it, man. Like, I, we get Chris it. Chris Duarte. Cam Thomas plays like the first year summer league guy, though, man. He's, he does. Well, he dominated he's yesterday. He's, he's so comfortable with he, the ball in his hands. He was so comfortable like, last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just what it, he's a bucket. He really is a <laughs> he's bucket. He's bucket. out there to get it. This is the setting for him. Yeah, oh, man. But here's what I was really impressed with about Christian Brown. He's the number one guy on this team. Like yeah. he is the quote unquote star of the Nuggets summer league team. Right. He's the highest draft pick. He's the guy. But he's playing like a role player. Absolutely. And that was one of the biggest things I was watching. Are they going to like put the ball in his hands? Are they going to you know let him be in that bones role from last year? Yeah. Because. He maybe could do a little of that, but that's not the player he is at all. No. But he's in just a, a role player type of role, a similar position and role that he's going to be playing for the Nuggets maybe next season. So I kind of love how he doesn't need plays run for him. He doesn't like need the ball to be effective. He just kind of picks his spots and winds up with um, – like 18. 18 points last yeah. night. And it was all like by in the, the way, flow of stuff. He very close to having like 24, 25 because he missed the threes last night. Yeah, and they were good did. looks. He was one of seven from three, eight of 17 from the field. So seven to 10 from two. Right. It was just like a very clean game from him. Very clean. Yeah, he's a good finisher, actually. Like, it, much better than I expected. He's, I mean, he it's really is so insane athletic. athletic. That, that first dunk that he had actually. Uh, full court, you know, I think he makes the defensive play, goes full court, then catches the alley-oop, and it's one of those things where, like, he caught the oop over a guy running full speed, yeah. you know? Like, it's yeah. one of those plays that was a 10 out of 10 athleticism. Dude, and I, I have to say, like, looking at him, and part of this become, is because I'm, uh, you know, in the back half of my life. He's a young look. He's a young looking guy. Like dark. I look at him. That sounded really I look, dark. I mean, it's very dark. My, my, my I, when I, when I look at him, decline. I can just see him. He's so young. He looks so young in the face, but he plays oh. uh, with a. He's just he's quiet, like he's a quiet killer. I, which I agree. I love about that. Like I, I was expecting like much more Grayson Allen vibes, like right. like you know showy and just like uh, like the the bad guy from an eighties uh, movie that challenges you to a ski race. Oh yeah, oh totally. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. Yeah. For sure. Anyway, uh, but he's not that way. Like, and I just I'm saying he looks so young to say that like he's gonna get. He's going to become a, a murderer. Like, he's going to get bigger and stronger. And, like, he's just a boy at this point, And he already has that, that much poise. Like, I'm really, really encouraged uh, about his future. Yeah, one thing that stood out, uh, you just talked about it. Like, when we talk about these players, this is the first time that we've seen them. Um, I feel like they still have the jitters. They, they still are, you know, trying to be within themselves. You just talked about it. He's a silent killer, and that's not what anybody has described him as. Mm-hmm. That's not who he's been. So he's still coming into his own. He impressed us, even though he didn't knock down the three ball, um, by doing things that's not even in his nature. Like, he got put in a, a position that he, you know, took the most shots. He's going to be the marquee name. He's the guy that they're going to run the offense through and things like that. But he's not – that's not what he was brought in for. Right. And he got to stand out in different ways. So I think we're going to see – the loud person, the competitive person that's, you know, trash talking on the, on the court and trying to bring the best out of his teammates and things like that. So we got to see him with, with that uh, butterfly effect uh, that I think is going to just, yeah. like, pop out. I really like him. I mean, this is one of the things. I liked him as a, as a prospect, you know, as an idea or this or that. You always want to see him. Okay, let's see it out on the court. Let's see how they play. Let's see what his approach is like, this or that. Like, I, I honestly would say that, it's summer league. I don't want to say that I, this guy is going to be a great player or is, or what his <coughs> NBA career is going to go like, but I'm in. I'm in on the idea. Yeah. Like watching him, I actually really like him and the way that he plays, the way that he approaches. And it was funny after the game, he was the leading scorer. You know, he gets 18 points. I think leading shot taker too. But yeah, by of, far. But none of it was through plays. Like right. they weren't through like, hey, we're trying to get him the ball. He's doing dri- dribbles, gr- some great cuts. Open court stuff, uh, offensive rebound, putbacks. Yeah, like he just fills in the gaps. And and after the game, he kind of <laughs> talked about that. About like, I'm not, you know, that's my style. I'm not here to be the guy they give the ball to. I'm just going to find opportunities. Yeah, that's that's kind of who I am. And he, uh, oh, so I perfect. would say he is a ten out of ten 
So far, this is too early to declare. No, this no, we're one, we're no. one full summer league game. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the <laughs> stories are written. He is a ten out of ten on the awareness scale, oh. meaning like he knows what it is he's trying to be. What he's he, like skill set is. He's like a predator. That's why. He like he, predators know what they are. They no, they're aware. That's yeah. around it. Like okay. he had, he just has that. Like that's like he just was like a a, a bird of prey. Cheetah. I want to put this in. Terms. I was gonna say cheetah. No, but I want Adam to stay with me. Okay, so oh, I'm with you. A bird of prey. I'm really well versed like, in all animals. Are you? I really am, and not insects. Uh, those are animals. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, so not, all, not all. It's actually a large, <laughs> large, large branch on the uh, animal tree. Um, so I, I would say he had some great cuts. Um, we're we're sticking with his offensive game. He really is a good cutter, and like some of the things as I was going back and watching the tape, he sets up cups well. He also kind of anticipates the play as an off ball guy. Like he can kind of see like, okay, here's the drive, getting ready to go. I'm getting ready to make my cut, mm-hmm. and I I really do think it's going to pair well with Jokic. You know, in the moments that he'll get to share the court with him, I think he's a guy. We always ask this whenever a player joins the team: Will Jokic like this guy? I think Jokic's going to love this guy. Me too. Yeah, it's he got because the, he plays the right way. Yeah, yeah, and he got to show it in different ways. He. I feel like the team made sure to get him the ball when they got – like, he was the scapegoat. Like, hey, get it to our best guy, and he's going to create and make things happen. I think that's why the field goal attempts was up. But also, he got to show that he's going to go back door. He's going to go over the top for alley-oop finishes. He right. can shoot the three ball, which they're going to have to respect, um, even though it wasn't I want to see him make it. I want him to see him make it this next game. Yep. right. So, Looks he showed good. a little bit of everything, but he does. He plays the right way. He's not demanding the ball. He's doing the right things. He's setting screens. Um, you know, popping and things like that, where he he doesn't have he doesn't have to gravitate toward the ball. Like it, everything happens around him, and right. he can play. And that's the type of the ball that Jokic loves to play. It's funny, man. He went one of seven. The one he made was by far the toughest one. If you remember, it was a lefty sidestep, like step back sidestep uh, three contested three, and he nails it. And I think this is a thing to kind of watch. His set shot kind of has like a very low dip to it. He splits his legs kind of. It's just his shot. I saw it even when in the tape, uh, you know, for the scouting reports and stuff. But when he shot the one that he made, it looked way more natural. Like he was going because he had no time. So he kind of goes left, pulls up, and it just looked way more smooth. So something to, to kind of monitor. These guys have little tweaks to make to, to some of But if I, if I can summarize. Sure. What I'm hearing everyone say is that we're all residents of... Brown Town. Oh, let's go, go to Brown Town. We're headed to Brown Town. Let's go. We're all and again, just to be clear, town spelled T A U N. Yes, Brown, Brown Town. Town. Brown, Brown Town. Town. Oh Brown man, Town. This, this is going to be a real rough. Brown Town. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be real rough, man. Having to I like that. Name. I like the name. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. My favorite trait that I saw from him yesterday, though, and I put this on the list up on the dnvr.com, some video of it. Actually, I think three different examples of it just from this one game, and I could put it probably. <laughs> added two or three more the guy is incredible at transitioning from defense to offense now it sounds like a silly little skill what i mean is he doesn't some guys are good fast break players like cory brewer he's going before the shot goes up right he's already trying to leak out and then in, there's an offensive rebound he's just out of the play christian brown doesn't like he, he's focused on the play until the ball's secured as soon as it is there's no lag time there's no like all right let me start jogging back and see yeah. if i see a seam as soon as the ball is secured, he sprints, and he is like, I clearly He's a quick twitch guy. Quick twitch. He clearly is like a track and field guy because, like, he just he almost goes into a sane bolt mode where he's like digging his arms and stuff in, in transition. But there were multiple examples. Again, I, I clipped these of where either he had the ball in his hand or somebody else got the ball and he sprints past like four guys immediately. Yeah. One step, two step, and he's already there. He's quick. There's also an example of him getting an outlet pass. And this is, again, uh, you talk about a Jokic trait. Bones is very good at this. He plays fast. He tries to get the ball up quickly. Um, He catches the ball at the three-point line. Two dribbles all the way to the rim for an and one. Passes basically everybody else on the court because he just goes from zero to 60, um, you know, like that. So uh, I I, I really like him, man. That skill – but I think that skill is actually one that that is meaningful. Yeah, and it's also a high IQ play, but also showing that he's he's able to do the small things. He still wants to be involved on the right. defensive end. He still wants to be in the play if they do secure um, the rebound, but also he's not thinking about it. That's the thing that like stands out. That's what makes you a high IQ. A lot of times, especially in these type of settings, you get lost. Like you're just out there playing. Um, the ball goes up. You're not trying to put a body on or anything like that. He he waits, so he has that patience, and that's right. what I think stood out is that it just looks like he's been here. Like it. it he feels like 
he was a vet out there, third year, you know, second year for sure. Yeah. Um, but then he's he's able to just go, and a lot of times he's going to have to just go. Um, so now you could you know put him in the sets where it's defense only, right. but also he's able to to rotate and be an outlet guy that can start the break and things like that. So his versatility is just incredible just to see off of one game. Defensively, he's more interesting. We're talking about the offensive part. I almost feel because the defensive part is more of a given. Like he was drafted to be a defensive player. The, there, it was twofold. I thought that he made some mistakes on on switches, maybe more than anybody else, or as much as anybody else. It was actually a theme. There's two themes for the Nuggets. The ball stuck. Like if we just look at the Nuggets, I know we're not analyzing a team when we're talking summer league, but if we were to analyze how the game maybe found complications, the ball stuck a lot. Not yeah. not necessarily because of Christian Brown. Actually, I would say least because of him, but just because of other guys. And it led to turnovers. I think there was 18 turnovers. 40-minute <laughs> game. That's a lot of turnovers. Yeah. And then the other one was there was a lot of, like, bad handshakes. A lot of bad, like, um, like two guys try – like, the, a ball screen. They're supposed to switch. Two guys go with one, including on what was the defining play. We talked about this is a, a team that has a bunch of winners on it. I actually I know that's a silly thing to say, especially for a summer league team, but you kind of saw it. They were playing terrible all game. Yeah. The last like four minutes, you put the stars in. They all closed the gap. They closed like a 15-point gap immediately. It's, all, cr- it's crazy that they were able to lose so I know, with all those winners, yeah. <laughs> with all those winners. Uh, well, well, what I was going to say <laughs> the was... The first time they've ever lost. <laughs> what I was going to say is they got... Yeah. <laughs> It went from like 15 or 13 or whatever all the way down to one. And then the play that made him not get over the hump. You got right to the doorstep. And the play was between, I think, Colin Gillespie and Christian Brown where they screwed up a a switch, right, out on the perimeter. And then it was Kevon uh, Harris who I think Tomahawk dunked it right on I've never been so close to that massive of a dunk. It was was literally right here. And it was like he hit the ground. Dude, that was such a power dunk. And And then he just landed flat on his back. Flat on his back and he landed like this. Ah, it was I, like, yeah. it was like Yo, so like that was. I, I was like, am I going to have to provide a witness testimony? <laughs> I know I, that could have like, been a we, death. Are we allowed to leave the arena? Like, the, do we have the to talk crazy to the part about first? it is like, uh, you know, the the Nuggets fans that were there, the crowd that was yeah. built um, by D line. Let's fucking uh, go, dude. Um, like the energy was coming back into the game. It Yo, seemed like it they were there. so involved, and then like he took it away. He with took that it away. Though. I know. He took away any chance oh, or momentum yeah. that dude, was built off of that play. It was a dagger. Oh, I early dagger. I felt. My heart, my my heart taken out and oh, just crushed oh. before my face. Yeah, that yeah. was rough. But it came off of a defensive um, miscue, which again, I want. It's summer league. These guys practice barely practice together. So in fact, some of the guys we're going to talk about later, Kamagate, Jack White, they barely they never, they got in just in time to play basically. Yeah. And so some of these communication things, um, I. It's just summer league. It is. Oh what yeah, it is. I mean, but, that's what happens when you throw a team together and have four practices. But. It's still one of those things that if you're a defensive guy, I feel like the runway for figuring those types of things out should be a little bit shorter. So I want to see a lot of that cleaned up. And Christian Brown himself said that's the number one thing. Like, yeah. we can clean up these things. That's my emphasis is we shouldn't be messing up these types of those types of handoffs. Um, but defensively, I, I thought he was great. And Calvin Booth had a, a line um, whenever he gave a press conference after the draft where he said, we need guys that do stuff. Meaning they just like make things happen, right? Like, no, he's just saying like you. Some guys make shots, and that's yeah. a good game. They don't make shots; it's a bad game. He's like other guys. You just every game they get a deflection here, they get an offensive rebound yeah. here, they do something. He probably had like five deflections or something mm-hmm. last night. He had a lot. Active he did a lot hands. of stuff. A lot of a lot of stuff. He did do a lot of stuff. He did do a lot of stuff. Didn't <laughs> Dude, he? he he's just a basketball player. Oh man. my god! Listen to Dude. all the cliches. Is there any other cliches we can put? Whoa, out? No, but I'm, I'm every other year, right? Hooper, basketball player. <laughs> actually, it's funny because Ryan Bowen, Ryan Bowen, the Nuggets summer league coach, actually called him a Hooper today, and I don't, I don't think Ryan Bowen knows how to differentiate between uh, Hooper and basketball player. It's yeah, okay. It's we'll okay. cut him some slack. Like Christian Brown is a basketball player from the sense that he just does a lot of stuff, does the stuff offensively dude. and defensively. He just knows how to play, knows how to fit in whatever position they need him to play. Mm, he played the stuff. one through four at Kansas, like whatever role he just. Fits in. He just yeah. plays oh, good basketball. He's yeah. a glue guy, man. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I'm a big fan. To be honest, like I was, I really liked him at the, after the draft, kind of getting into the stuff. But I really liked what I saw yesterday, and I don't even feel like it was a great game from him. That's part of what I like so much. Yeah. It felt like an average game, and yet um, he was so impressive. Um, should we hit our first break here, and oh, then on the other please. side, let's get into some of the other guys, including Peyton Watson, who let's I think learn. is a very interesting. Actually, probably. <laughs> Let's take our first break. <laughs> On the other side, Peyton Watson, Colin Gillespie, Ismail Kamagate, and others. If you have not been able to watch Nuggets Avs, Rapids games, check out Ivaca TV. 
They've got Altitude Sports, ATD Sportsnet, other national channels as well. They also have a DNVR channel. What? Have you guys heard of that? DNVR? Would, oh, my God. Oh I would God. not. You do can that. watch DNVR. You can watch the show on Evoca TV on the DNVR channel. Dude, there is minimum one person watching this right now on Evoca <laughs> TV. Minimum. Shout out to you. Shout out you, dude. Tweet Shout about out. that. Tweet about it, please. Uh, you can go to evoca.tv slash dnvr, evoca.tv slash dnvr. Use the promo code dnvr, get $10 off your first three months. Comes out to $15 a month, plus a free receiver. No contracts, no hidden fees. Go to evoca.tv slash dnvr. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, the action never ends, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash it in. Um, check out DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays as well. Uh, you can bet on summer league games. You can bet on the Nuggets and Cavs tomorrow. I actually wonder if that line is up yet. Mm. Oh, my God. This is like pure. These are pure sicko hours. Well, no, I was actually doing some research on some betting. Yeah. Some uh, research. So the Nuggets and Cavs, um, I, I actually want to do a pick friend, of the week, friend, but friend, I will I'll, in a I will second. say friend of the show, Tony Niehaus, you know, big T. Sure, big uh, T. Big time gambler. Oh, big time summer league gambler. He's I think there's like gambler. a real edge to summer league. I think that's what I there is. I'll tell you the edge in one second. I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the trick. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code Ooh. DNVR. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Promo code DNVR <coughs> only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And for the DraftKings pick of the week, look, you want to pick the underdogs in Summer League. You want to pick the underdogs. Like spread, oh, money I line. I love this. I love this. Here it comes. The, the Nuggets plus That's... one and a half oh, tomorrow man. against the Cavs. Let's do it. Woo. Lock it in. Lock it in. DraftKings huh? pick of the week. Do you have the? Do you remember what the percentage is that underdogs? Win? It's like just under fifty. Wait, what? Yeah, just under fifty percent. Okay, so that's a. Is it a bad bet then? No, it's. But you're getting better money. Okay, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't feel that scientific, actually. Now that you explain it, but I'll still bet it on it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. You talked me into it. Um. All right. Back here, segment two, DMVR Nuggets podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, um. Peyton Watson is the next most interesting guy, the 30th pick here. When I watched it live, there was there was like more that jumped out at me on the negative side than when I went back and rewatched it. I think some of his bad plays were particularly bad in part because he's he's really his skill set is not as polished, right? Like his handle is a little sloppy. Um, his shot definitely doesn't look encouraging. Like all all of those things, and they stick out so much because I think they're one, one of the most obvious things, but they're also the things you're most keyed in on. I will say, as a saving grace, and I don't think this was a good game from him by any means. I actually think it was a bad game. It was yes. a bad debut. But when I went back, there were things that st jumped out a little bit more on the positive side for him. Some of the things that you say, okay, I know what it is that I, I saw a little bit more of what I think it is that he can become to be the best version of himself. But nonetheless, I still thought it was a bad game. Dev, what did you see from Peyton Watson in game one number one? I think it was a mixed bag. It was a lot of negative for me, for sure. Yeah. Um, just because uh, of the things that I you know, heard about him going into it. There wasn't much for us to see in college. So you have to go back right, and just see right. you know, what type of player he was. Um, a lot of it was about defense. Um, the the willingness to do whatever it took, you know, to win and, and things like that. And <clears throat> I feel like last night there was opportunities for him to like dive on the floor yes. or to make an extra block or Strong um, the effort. I feel like the effort wasn't there. He's trying extremely hard offensively, but not on the defensive end, which was his like that's where it's supposed to be his comfort or his strong suit. I would take it away. I wouldn't say that he wasn't trying on the defensive end. It's just that he it was the the little pockets when we talk about doing stuff. You know, like Christian Brown would just like somehow find himself in the middle of something like that. That was the part. Like I feel like he would move his feet. He would do some things. He had a block. But then there were other opportunities where it's like it's not your job, but you could pitch in, and he wasn't there for those. Yeah, and then there was also times that he would. So what was encouraging is he tried to step out and defend every single person that came his way like right. he had the willingness to like want to switch on to a guard want to you know switch on but they kept on putting them in screens and i thought that yeah. he would fight more to get through the screens yeah. or try to get around them in different ways he looked a little bit slow to me on rotations mm. um and just i really feel like he never boxed out 
like ever. And I just expected him to do those small things that are going to get him to the next level. What was encouraging is he is a great playmaker. I really do right. think that I did not see that going well, into great, it. Great, great is doing some work, but he that that's his talent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he 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 skips the like the ball. He like he's a willing passer in those type of situations. He had a great dribble drive where he's like six eight, and so he had a great dribble drive where he got into the teeth of the defense, saw well over everybody, and got a good he, skip pass. And to that's Jante. his pass. I think yeah. that's that's his best passing and where he's really comfortable. Um, I do think that it was a setting where he wanted to just showcase himself so much that he was doing a little too much. Could be. Um, and, and that's where he, yeah. he went wrong. Yeah. For me, like I said immediately afterwards, like I saw flashes from this guy and I saw a lot of bad. It's impossible to not see right, a ton right. of bad. They like were loud. Just, the bad was loud. He like he did. He was like missing layups. He was like his shot looked terrible. Um he was getting taken advantage of on defense, but I felt like as the game progressed and we got into the time where the Nuggets were actually making a push, and obviously, you know, as has been discussed ad nauseum, it's a team full of winners. Mm. <laughs> you know this. Yeah. We all know this. They don't yeah. know how to lose. They Although don't know how to lose. They are, but yeah. down the stretch, like, they, they got a little bit more composed, and they actually started to play some, like, like reasonable basketball and he was a big part of it like yeah. he made uh, a, a big block like when they needed to get stops you know I mean like you can laugh as that it, because it's a summer league game but they needed to get stops down, oh, yeah, down yeah. the stretch and he was responsible right. for a lot yeah. of those stops and he just couldn't he then like smoked the layup and he did a bunch of like uh, Keystone Cops uh, yeah oh, they had <laughs> such a Keystone Cop <laughs> just running around a great <laughs> thanks bro appreciate it uh, but so I am not wholly discouraged on Peyton Watson. I am not uh, super encouraged, but I did see flashes. And, like, anytime I see a flash, I'm like, all right, like, there's somewhere to go here. I mean, most of, most of the guys you see in Summer League, it's just, like, flat. You see nothing. Yeah. You're like, there's a guy. He passed it to a guy. And, like, right. this – every now and again, like, somebody that's does something. Analysis. That's, that's Yeah, that's – Every great. now and again, that's somebody like does something. That's, like, 99% of Summer League. It is. And then guy somebody, to guy. And then somebody does something that flashes, and you're like, oh, fuck, that might be a player. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know where we are with him, but, like, not a – I would call it an inauspicious debut. Oh, man, inauspicious. <laughs> well, the biggest flash he had of the entire game was that block in the fourth quarter. Yes, yes. And then he missed the layup on the other end, but got it back and dunked it. That's his signature block, by the way. I've the watched chase, enough yeah, of the, him now. It's yeah. not even a chase. It's like he, he. this is a real skill, though, because he's so long. So he sometimes it's not that he gets beat, but that he gets on the hip of the defender. He gets the, like one hand on the yeah, hip. The Tory Craig. Right here. It is the Tory Craig, and he gets that big, like – you know, blocking off the passing lane. So the guy goes up, and then he's really good at the reaction jump. Yeah. Meaning, like, you jumped, I jumped right after that and yeah. beat you before you even get the ball out of your hand. That's I, He just did it so much even in college, and he did it yesterday. Uh, maybe once, maybe twice. Yeah. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, he had two blocks. That yeah. was one of them. I forget what the other one was, but no. – um, Yeah, like, you watch that, and you go, like, man, like, that. that's exactly as advertised. Like, right. that. that's – Peyton Watson, what we think he can be. But, yeah, I, I wasn't overly impressed. I'm kind of with Deb. I feel like he was focused on his offense. Yeah, I agree. In his debut. And it probably should have been. Well, he's working on his game. <laughs> he's exploring, exploring, exploring his game. He's exploring, exploring his game. Yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't really get a chance to explore his game last year at UCLA. <laughs> That's so, so true. So I guess he's doing it now. <laughs> That's so true. But he seemed to me fo to be focused on the offensive end of the floor not the defensive end of the floor. And then maybe, you know, in the fourth quarter, in winning time, that's probably when he was like, all right, I got to dig in defensively here. Yeah. And he made some better plays. So th that, that was a I little encouraging both, there. The, his, he had four stints. The second uh, stint and the fourth stint, meaning the end of each half, was by yeah. far his best. Yeah. I don't know if you read into that in any way, you know, or what it could mean. But I'm with Dev. I, I have a couple of other takeaways here. But my number one takeaway is if, you're, if he's going to succeed in the NBA, the offense has to obviously develop. Like, he does need to explore his game, find the thing. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But more than anything, he has to be the hardest worker on the court. Like, he just has yeah. to be. And last night, he wasn't. No. And I'm not sure he was the second hardest worker. I think no, Colin Gillespie and Christian Brown yes. were, were definitely number one, too. The, 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 Jack White, also probably up there. Uh, Team oh, try hard. The yeah. try hard. So, I don't know. Like, so, to me, I just that's what I want to see going forward is, like, <laughs> the try hard triumph. It's not even about try hard. Like, he's such a good player, such a talented, like, defensive, uh, so much defensive upside that if he actually played with Colin Gillespie level energy, he probably would have had four blocks. He probably would have had yeah. two more. Yeah. Like, he has that in him. One thing that uh, I hope happens in the next you know day or two, it probably already happened, is 
I hope that he sits down and he talks with Zeke Naji about this experience. Here. Interesting. Um, where it's not like, hey, you do not have to be this offensive guy. Like, that's not how you're going to get in this rotation. You do not have to prove yourself in right. those same type of ways because I feel like when Zeke Naji tried to explore himself, that's when he got <laughs> put in a situation where he did not play well at, at Summer Explore league. his game or explore himself. Yeah, Probably more like like his game. Yeah, yeah. I, think I feel like Brendan game. is currently exploring himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's not on set. <laughs> yeah, but, but all jokes aside, though, I, I, it's not a joke, Dev. It's not a joke. It's life, bro. I really it's do, like, do like hope that he has that conversation of, hey, yeah. you do not have to be that. Like yeah. you, you're here to showcase the things that you do well, the right. things that are going to have you stick in this league and be a part of this team. They brought you here for defense. Show how good of a defender you are. Show that you're willing to work harder than everyone else that is here. Um, you know, we expected Christian Brown to play hard. Like, that's who he is. And he went out and did what he was supposed to do. Colin Gillespie wanted him to be like a calm, uh, a calming person that runs the offense and also plays hard. He did that. Yeah. And, and so with Peyton Watson, he was like, hey, I want to prove that I, sh you know, I should have been drafted at this spot. Right. It yeah. already happened. You yeah, don't you don't to need to do that. You don't need to yeah. do that. It already happened. He, he tried to do too much on offense. Like we, we talked about what his role should be, <sighs> and you know he took some open threes. He tried to get to the rim a lot. I felt like he just, you know, played yeah, with yeah. the ball <laughs> a little too much. He just yeah. he's got to simplify yeah, his game. He's got to simplify his offensive game for sure, and I think he'll have a lot more success that way. I, look, moving on here real quick, I just he, I do think there's a concerning num number of fundamentals that that he's behind on. I put the, this is some of the stuff I emphasized on the list. He had one like catch and go where he he's got such long strides and he's so athletic that he catches it and goes, but he goes dribbling right. He catches it and starts with his left hand, and it's it's a wasted step. I actually slow it down so you can see it in slow motion where the defender. Closes out hard. He attacks his, you know, his, his front foot. Should be great. But because he doesn't lead with the, the, the right hand, which is, this is a pretty basic basketball fundamental, catch it, rip through, and then you have the guys, like, you, you, you get to his outside shoulder. Instead, he starts with his left hand. It's basically a wasted dribble. The defender is able to stay with him. It's little things like that. Another one was late in the game, they go to that 1-2-2 two, two trap. You know, oh, yeah. Endeavor's trying to build it. Yeah. He made one of the most bizarre decisions I've ever seen from a player that he catches the ball on the left side, dribbles all the way around, like almost like right at some of, some of the other guards who are kind of like, dude, what are we doing? Like you're pinching all in the corner and then throws a cross-court pass. So he goes from the left side to the right side, runs and jumps and throws it to nobody on the left side. And it was that's what I say when the bad plays were so loud. Dude, he made some terrible plays. Th that you're just kind of like, you, you six turnovers in dribbled minutes. your way out of the comfort oh, zone just into like, a tough spot, then threw it the worst part. The, the other thing, thing like he has is that in this first game was like, the wor like the worst thing that you think could happen happened. What's up? Like he has the ball. You're like he's gonna get it stolen. Oh right, he's gonna you, dribble it. you see it coming. He's yeah. gonna dribble this off his foot. Right. He's gonna dribble into traffic and then try like it, it, like so, and then he just do exactly that. And you're like God damn. Yeah. So 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 those are things that happen. I don't think these are definitive things. I'm actually really excited for him now with this opportunity to kind of come out yeah. here in the second game because I do saw I, I I did see some of the things like the passing, the long strides. He can be a really really good fill in the gaps guy. I, I think you guys have all said this, but he's trying to be more than that. I would love to see the foundation there first, and then yeah. you start to expand on it. Nonetheless, um, like I said, on rewatch, the good things popped more than they did live, where it was like, okay, I didn't catch this yeah, live, like but that was a really nice – he contributed to this play in a really important role. Um, so I think when we were doing our heat index or whatever it was for this, uh, yeah, yeah, we gave I wanted, him a blue I wanted, face. I wanted to give a blue ball. A blue ball. I wanted to give him a yellow ball. I you think guys you were talked right. me into the blue ball. Yeah, I think you were right on that one. I'm, I'm, sticking, I'm sticking with the blue ball. Oh, oh. <laughs> dude, everybody, check out the heat index yeah, day by day. It was very hot. <laughs> uh, I want to get into who was maybe my player of the game. What? Maybe it was probably Christian Brown. But my other player of the game, Colin Gillespie, who I might call my guy now. Solid Gillespie. What? Solid Gillespie. That's Solid terrible. Gillespie. My God. That's awful. Crafty <laughs> Colin. Solid Gillespie. No? Solid Gillespie. What? He's so what? solid. <laughs> he is so solid. <laughs> wow. Outsiders say Man. no. You Every, know what, though? Yeah, the chat peanut peanut gallery chat hates that. Um, <laughs> does everything right. I mean, he had a super high basketball What about IQ. Colin Goodlesby? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know 
good basketball player Gillespie. <laughs> Maybe we'll just, we'll just call him Colin. We'll just call him Colin. Uh, Colin. Oh, I love it. Um, it fits him so well. He, uh, I, I mean, he really might have been the player of the game and just how um, lo- he, low mistake, extremely low mistake, made some great plays. He was pressured but never never got to him at all. Like, he handled pressure so great. Um, has great footwork on dribble handoffs. He didn't knock down his shots as well. Like, some of this is the Nuggets offense struggled, but some of it is two of their main shot makers missed some of their open threes. I think probably would have changed the complexion of the game a little bit. But he had great footwork on all of those things. And then the thing that popped for me the most with him is his anticipation on both ends of the court. Offensively, he kind of sees like, okay, here's the scene where I can get into this. But defensively, he had a bunch of plays where it was like, you could, like when you rewind it, you see that he's sitting on it. He's like, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen. Shoots a gap and, and steals the ball or does what, or gets a rebound. Six rebounds, by the way. A lot of these contested. I just think that he sees the future on bas- in basketball. He's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, you could just tell that he's played a whole bunch of basketball. Like, yeah. he's just comfortable for every single situation. And um, just looking at it, like, this has to be a very tough situation for him to be in as a two-way guy, um, especially with them, you know, getting rid of their, their backup point guard. Pretty much their starter. Yeah. Um, so now you're in a situation that you don't want to force too much, but you also don't want to be, like, you know, way too back. Like, you want to force the issue and try to make things happen. I feel like in this game he was very slow, like, off the gates to try to make things happen, and, and I feel like that's when mistakes happen. Yeah. Then he was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to push the pace. I'm going to make things happen um, just because they were down, and that's when he started to pop. He started to become an, an, within himself. Yeah. Um, I feel like Gillespie – the last two years, it became a, a score, and that was by necessity. They needed him to be a score, but he's a natural point guard that can make things happen. He's now in a situation yeah. where Brown is the guy. I feel like he was okay being the guy yeah. that can set things up, make Absolutely. things happen, run the offense, slow things down, especially on a, a Nuggets team that doesn't have guys that have played, you know, one, you know, more than one year. Lunch pillars. Um, so like Lunch he, pillars. he's like in a way, he's the vet of the team. He's like the calming force for them, and he did all of that um, while still being really good on on defense and, and still being so locked right. in defeats defensively that it helped other people. You know the coolest play of the game though for him. So we just talked about what was basically the game ender, uh, the dunk, the and one dunk, and you know how excited was the very next play. You guys might not remember. Colin goes right back at him, at uh, yeah, yeah, at him, and gets a, an easy layup because that guy was like talking. Yeah. You know, he's like kind of yeah. like, oh, I just ended the game. It's like when you score a goal in soccer, you're most susceptible to getting one scored on you right but, after. <laughs> maybe, but he just goes right at him in a pressure moment and kind of shut him up because it was yeah. like, hey, we, we're still in it. There was like 45 seconds left. You know what too. Colin composure. No, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He reads the game incredibly well, like you were saying earlier, before we got into these. Did you guys forget how much you hated nicknames. me? Like, I, I feel like you, you don't, you didn't remember how much you hated uh, me. It's I, a, man, it's I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I remember? Uh, yeah, he reads the game incredibly well. He's smart. I feel like I watched Colin Gillespie play for like the first time I've ever watched him play a full game last night. And I feel like I immediately know what he's going to be for the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. I just know exactly the yeah. type of well, point guard he's going to be. Is that an NBA player? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I agree. It's I mean, a backup point guard. You're that's, right. That's what he's going to be. <laughs> you're right. I mean, and, and I hope he can become that, you know, consistently. I mean, right now he's probably a fourth string point guard. So yeah. I, but, and I don't know. I'm not ready to sit here and say, hey, I think he's the guy that you plug in and for 10 games, and he's going to be right there for you. I just think he's a solid player that has a, a, that, that to me did not look at all out of place out there. No. Huh? At physically, athletically, what this? have you. He's playing with two you know, first-round picks, Peyton Watson, Christian Brown. Well, one of them barely played last year at UCLA. He, he's playing with this mismatched roster that just came together over the last week. Zero turnovers. Yeah. For Colin Gillespie. That's actually really impressive when you consider like, how mismatched it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know who he, his presence, by the way, reminded me of in the post-game interview? You guys will never guess this. I don't know why I phrased it that way. Um, Mason Plumley. He has uh, a Mason Plumley. I was definitely because he definitely looks like Mason. Plumlee. Kind of, maybe. But That's probably you know, why. Mason Mason Plumley has like it, a way of talking. Comp. Maybe it yeah. might be. It might be. <laughs> it might be a little bit of that. No, but he has. has you know, Mason Plumley almost has like a deadpan way of like talking. He kind of has that to him. Man. Rock the F shirt, which was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, he that was funny. More, though. He should have hammed it. He's like, somebody just gave it to me or something. It's like, dude, no. You say you love the abs now. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Pander, oh, dude, it's so easy. I went to In and Out and. 
I was wearing a Nuggets shirt, and the guy talked to me about the Avalanche that was serving me a double-double animal style. Oh, and nice. There you go. Nice. How's your tummy after that? Uh, bigger. Hey, De- Dev is a fellow In-N-Out hater. You guys are, you guys what, are what are you talking about? That burger was phenomenal suck. last animal night. Animal fries. Yo, you guys are Oh, out. animal fries suck. We know that. But, I mean, the burger was phenomenal Man, don't I? any blanket statement that discredits any part of In-N-Out, I will reject wholeheartedly. <laughs> I mean, the fries need work. We know I that. I don't even want to hear that shit. I enjoyed myself. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I want to get on um, now Ishmael Kamagate. I thought he was also very interesting. Now, here's the thing. After the game, and we all know this, he didn't get a chance to practice because the deal didn't go through or what have you. He only got one walkthrough, basically. It wasn't even live ball. And so he's the guy that I think most you look at and say he was at such a huge disadvantage. But then there's a second part of this, and it was brought up by Coach Bowen after the game. Mm-hmm. And I think it, there's a language barrier there with him. Not that he can't speak English, not that he doesn't understand what people are talking, but that there is that dynamic of like communication is a little bit harder. So when you talk about a guy who hasn't practiced, doesn't he really even know the guys? I'm not sure how many of you guys know his name. He knows their name. You know, like that's still part of the that's all coming together. But then you talk about how there's a little bit of a language barrier there, and. I think Ryan and also Colin after the game kind of talked about it as well. Like, hey, that's one of the challenges, but we're going to get together. Like, he's such a talented player. Everybody can see it that, you know, so it was almost as if, like, if you were impressed with him, you're going to be more impressed with him going forward. This is the worst sort of circumstance he could have walked into. Nonetheless, I thought he was pretty good in this game. Actually, I would say really good. He's probably the third best player in this game. First off, an open... An open gym, a guy that's not known for offense is going to struggle regardless. Right. It's just not fun yeah. for them. Yeah. It just looks a lot different. So he's not a guy that's just going to stand out in these type of settings. And then you put in alone the the language barriers and not being able to, to play, but you also are part of the team. Like, I know that is just tough. And you're coming from another country. Like, a lot of things were against him. But also – the guy is massive. I don't know if there was a guy as big as him at Summer League. There's like, not, look, man. He is huge. And at also, Summer League? In person, it looks crazier. Like, it I just does know. not look real how big he is out there. Like, he has some positive plays just because he's so much bigger than everyone else. Right. He um, didn't strike me as that big. I, 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 I'm, I'm, something. I'm kind of with you on this. He was he's huge. He's massive. He was huge to me. He's a big guy, but I – yeah. But also, on. like, he, he like, if you play him in guy. small spurts, he, like, he made a lot of well, things happen in such a small amount of time. Dude, you can't play him too long. He couldn't catch a lot of passes. He can't catch. He cannot catch the man anything catch. that was going his way. Also, I don't think he's ever been in a situation that he's had an elite point guard that's willing to, like, throw it to him and – those type of ways i did like him and P- uh and peyton watson on like the alley oop like finish like he was you could tell he was comfortable with that play right there but um i just feel like it it was like a lot it was too fast for him super raw um yeah. like it was a man lot. i'm so shocked you're also kind of down no i'm not down i just uh to me he is a little loose like his movement like he's a little uh, I don't know. Like he didn't seem totally in control. He is big in that he has really long arms. He was yeah. able to like yeah. wrangle a lot of uh, rebounds or at least get his hands on them. His hands are terrible. He cannot catch. He missed two or three entry passes. When, when did I kind off. of pre- prepared you guys for this? Like yes. that, this is not a surprise. Yes. Uh, so that was like not great because he was like driving and was delivered the ball, couldn't catch it, drop whatever. Um, but you know, like he did, he's a big guy, man. Like so he did like big guy stuff. You know, like yeah. that's kind of what I where I was left with him. I'm I like, thought he did it at a good level, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was he was going up against uh, David McCormick was the Timberwolves center. Yeah. Who's 6'10", 250. Yeah. And Kamigate, like, towered over him. 6'10", like. is pretty short. Well, Kamigate is listed at 6'11", only. Like, yeah. he just towered over him, it seemed like. He was impossible to move. 6'10", like, short. <laughs> Dude, were you at Summer League? By the way, Summer League, Summer League the, the, the tallest place on earth. In aggregate. Yeah. Walking around, it is... Everybody's a little closer to the sun, yeah, too. We, it sucks. Oh, we just kept saying, like, uh, you can't generally describe a place by its height, but Summer League is tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Kamigate, when he gets to the paint, you can't move him out of the paint. Yeah. In this environment, at least. Like, yeah. He's just stronger and bigger than everybody. So he just plants himself in the paint. And I, I liked what he did last night. I had very low expectations. Just because he hasn't practiced a lot, and like that's why he didn't start. I think the Nuggets wanted to start him, but they started John Tay right, Porter because Kamagata right. just hasn't really practiced. I think there was a second reason too, and it ties into what you, I think both you guys are talking about when you're talking about like I don't know, sloppy or this or that. 
He was exhausted, man. Mm-hmm. Every stint that he yeah. went Dude, out so there. so was I. I just came off a plane. <laughs> I've been doing great. Look at me. On the well, set. Well, <laughs> I came up with Colin Goodlesby. <laughs> he was he, he just was really tired. Like I if if you go to his stints, I think they were like started great, started great, kind of started getting worse, started getting worse, yeah. and then he was like just too tired at the end of it. And there was a couple closeouts where he didn't like fully run off a guy, and I just think it was he was he's not his conditioning's not great because he hasn't been able to work out yeah. with, with the team too he's, much. He's a little a little wild, a little all over the place. Yeah. Like he's He's going in this direction, then he has to switch to this direction. He's like, oh, like he was underground a lot. Too. Yeah, Just his like coordination a needs a lot of work. He he's not like the most f- fluid guy, but he's super intriguing, man. I'm he was better yesterday than I thought he'd be. He exceeded my expectations. Same there, same there. I really did. I did not expect him to just be able to impact the game like as yeah. quick as he did. Really, like. If you look at that first stint, he did everything. Like, he was probably the Nuggets' best player in the first quarter. And like, he's also trying to block every single thing that comes his way. Like he knows he didn't how to get pro- me though. He knows how to protect <laughs> his paint, but he altered a lot of shots, yeah. a lot of them. And he's also like involved on yeah. the defensive end. Even if he's not getting the rebound or getting the block, he's trying to like put himself in a play where now you could get out and run. And he's he's able to run. Yeah, he's another one like him. Him, I actually thought he had a good game as well. But I think that his next game is going to be significantly better. Just for one, I think he's going to play more minutes. Um, so, and he's he's maybe the one now I'd say I'm most intrigued by in game two. If that's where, like going into game one, I was most intrigued Dude, by Peyton still Watson. Watson for me. Well, still Watson. Watson for me for sure. Still Watson. Yeah, I'm just coming out for me. Um, is there anybody else that you guys really want to spend some time? Jonte Porter played a lot of minutes in this one. Um, had had some interesting parts. I mean, he opened the game with a three pointer. I think that I, I really like Jonte's game. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that he necessarily had a great one himself. Like no. defensively, he wasn't that impactful. One no. one player that I want to talk about, and it just kind of talks about the whole thing. Adonis Arms, like yeah. I really expected. <laughs> I, I expect. I think you just him. wanted to say that name. <laughs> no, man. no, I expected him to be a lot Don't more. I, I, I feel like he was the like he the might have been the runner. most disappointing. I feel like yeah. he was the front runner going into yeah. that two way spot. And now they're like, hey, maybe we don't need to use this two way spot. You know, like <laughs> I really think that that's how how it was in, in this way because <laughs> he played so bad. Well, he barely played. He, he played ten minutes for a reason. He did. It was I, I, I'm kind of with him. When you talk about when you're one of the others, you know, you're trying to get a two-way spot. You should, you've got to be the hardest working guy on the court. You just have to. And there was like a bunch of plays where I was kind of like, bro, that was a chance for you to go in and do something. And you kind of were just caught watching. Well, yeah. it wasn't even just like the watching. It was like it was a. Must, he, he had a turnover every time he touched the mm-hmm. ball. Like mm-hmm. he's he's forcing everything. He like put guys in bad spots where he's just throwing it down. I, I felt like he was trying to do too much. And and this was a setting I felt like he was going to excel in after that you first would think. dunk. After the first dunk, I was like, "Okay, this is this is comfortable." He had for him. four turnovers good. in eleven minutes. That's Threw the ball over every time he touched it. Dude. Honestly, those are Eric Arms. I'll mention this one other guy who led the Nuggets in plus minus yesterday. Jack White plus Let's seven. Go. Just saying. Oh. Just saying. We're big plus minus so guys who, on this show. Whose name? At least I am. Whose name is a better description of them? Adonis Arms or Jack, Jack White? White. <laughs> like he's white and jacked, yeah. and Adonis Arms <laughs> has Adonis level arms, which was white comma Jack. <laughs> that's really tough. It is tough, tough yeah. right? I think Adonis. I still think it's Adonis Arms. I've never seen a guy that is more clearly or more appropriately named than Adonis Arms. Right. Well, if you're if you name that, you just gotta live up to the name. He he honestly looks like he skips leg day. I, I would if my name was Adonis Arms. He has arms. to. Yeah. You don't have a choice. First of all, he has a 45-inch vertical, guys. What are we talking about? His arms. You think he needs to work on his legs more? He's <laughs> I'm just talking about 50? the – dude, it's male form corner, right? right male, male form, form corner, corner is not yeah. performance-based. Yeah, it's it's visually-based. Um, Kellen Grady was out there as well, had nine points. Um, I do think the Nuggets need a little bit of shooting, so maybe we'll see some more minutes from some of these other guys. Yeah, hopefully he can make some shots. Yeah, maybe he can start making them. Um, I am kind of curious to see in game two. That's one of the things I want to watch. We know the main guys, but I wonder if they're going to cycle through to give other guys a try. Matt Mitchell wasn't, you know, played in this one. To mixed results, he got to the line a lot. He did yeah. some things, but I and defensively, I will say this about about Matt Mitchell. That guy has the strongest legs I've ever seen, and the way he gets into a stance. I said this earlier when I even paused it and did a little screen grab to show everybody. He he plays. You paused it on his upper legs. <laughs> I did. I paused it. I paused it because he plays defense like E Honda. 
<laughs> he gets that low into a stance. And it's amazing. And and think you know about how means? hard it is. You know what that means? <laughs> that whoever's in charge of him is a button masher, dude. E Honda. <laughs> dude, E Honda's the fucking lamest for Like, you just, yeah, that's just, yeah. Nobody plays with E Honda. Really? Um, nobody, nobody plays with E Honda. Why would you? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> a defensive character what? that you fucking push buttons over and over to engage a move. That's for, uh, that's a, a starter you level get character. Slapped to dude. death. Dude, like, nobody's <laughs> playing with that. Get out of my life. Dude. I had no idea that E Honda. <laughs> They are so passionate about Get E Honda. Of, Get out of here. You want to trigger Deb? Bring up E Honda. That's uh, kind of crazy. But also, like, uh, <laughs> that's crazy, at, least, man. at least Mitchell was trying. He like, was trying, man. Yeah, on that lot. last defensive possession, he, yeah. like, was playing great defense. Stance was way off and things like that. But, like, he's so involved in the guy hit the shot right in right, his face. Right in his but at least he's playing hard the entire time. Like, at least, I feel like he had some moments that it was like, okay. We could work around this. It wasn't he had some great, great game, defensive possessions, yeah, too. Yeah, he's yep, trying, he really and he, he's, he's around. He's just around. Yeah. yeah. Ball stuck with and him around. a little bit. We talk about some of the guys. Yeah, he is around. <laughs> some of the guys, were the ball stuck. You know, um, Matt Mitchell was one of them. Adonis Arms was one of them. Um, Peyton, Peyton Watson, Watson was one of them. Really so stuck Those him. were some of the guys that stuck the ball him. stuck a little bit too much. Um, all right, that recaps it. Overall, you know, it was interesting. I, I think if we did, like, I stock up, I would be, you know, Brown – Gillespie, uh, Kamagate. We did. It's called the Heat Index. It's called the Heat Index. I think all those guys sort of like, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I'm impressed. And if the guys that you say, okay, need to see something in this next one, you know, Peyton Watson definitely there. And then all the others, the, you know, the Matt Mitchells may be a neutral, but Adonis Arms certainly like, hey, man, I got to see something. We got to move on to another player. Um, let's take a break. On the other side, though, Denver Nuggets had practice today. Mm. Harrison Wind spoke. Uh, I know some interesting people, including Calvin Booth. So we'll get some notes from that practice here on the other side. Okay, uh, Breckenridge Brewery, <laughs> the official beer of DNVR. Make sure to pick up some Breck brews wherever you are. Also, make sure to check out the Breck Brew Seltzers, the good company hard seltzers and lemonade seltzers. Uh, it's summertime. What's better than having a seltzer at a park in Colorado in the city of Denver? Nothing. Very little. Uh, so check out Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Pick up some good company hard seltzers. I think your mic is unplugged. Yeah. What happened to my mic? Oh, there we go. go. There we go. No, he. We have a producer who's a professional. Okay. You were trying to talk. Nobody was hearing you. Um, Also, sexy pizza. My favorite pizza spot in Denver. Uh, They've been in Denver for 13 years. Sexy pizza is as local as it gets. Hand-tossed deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch each morning dough. Tons of great pizza options. They got really good salads as well. They've got great sides. The garlic knots are fantastic. You can order from any of their four Denver locations. Cap Hill, South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. New location in Trinidad, Colorado as well. Check out Sexy Pizza. Best pizza in Denver. Best pizza in Colorado. There we go. Final segment here. D-Line, my goodness, you're looking great. Uh, his hair's weird. That was so wacky, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, it was great to have D-Line back. I wanted to do a sign-off for him, but he just left. Yeah. There's chicken here. He, he is said, fried chicken. He's he like, said, I'm going to go eat some. Do you want to come on? I said no, and he got up. So, <laughs> it's um, strong. I do want to talk, though, about um, Nuggets practice today. I'm very intrigued. Uh, um, right before we went live here, you guys returned from Nuggets practice. So I actually haven't. I'm an audience member myself at this very moment. Oh, gotcha. you walk us through, well, uh, most of the stuff we talked about when you were in there was off the record. So we just have to. Oh, wow. Well, couch, couch that kind of stuff. Let's just do it. Let's <laughs> Should we just spill it all? Just spill it all. Should we just spill it all right now? Give them all the beats. No, give them the stuff that's on the. Give them, let's hear. <laughs> well, first of all, walk us through practice. Um, you know. What was the takeaway from practice? I will say I saw from Mike Singer a tomahawk dunk from Jamal Murray left-handed. I saw that dunk as well. Um, Mike was standing right next to me. He got it on video. Um, shouts to him for that. But that was a very impressive windmill dunk. Um, Hell yeah. I, I don't Jamal's know. Jamal's so bad. <laughs> I, don't, Sorry, I, I mean, he, did he also do a windmill dunk in January and post it on his Instagram? Yeah. but <laughs> Remember that? I do. He's doing dunk <laughs> exhibitions, though, now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it was a dunk exhibition. It, it was close. Wind is a menace. It was close. Um, but, no, Jamal looked good. Uh, Bones Highland was there as well, getting shots up, playing a little uh, in the scrimmage. Davon Reed, uh, newly inked, officially inked 
to the multi-year contract that became official today. Mm. He was there as well. Zeke Naji, um, muscle watch. Wait, he was out. He's out here. He, yeah. Oh yeah, he's out here. Dude, Zeke looks. Zeke Naji looks. Huge. That's, I, that's I, the real Adonis yeah. arm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Adonis yeah. shoulders. I'll tell you yeah. what, though. Zeke Naji's been on this. I mean, he's probably big. He's probably yeah. even bigger. But that's a guy that, you know, Vlaco Chancher is also this way. Guys that just seem to have the ability to add or lose 20 pounds. And, you know, yeah. it's like the Christian Bale of, of athletes. And Whatever role he's trying to play, they're just like, boom, go for it. That was a great photo. reference. No, it was great. But in hindsight, man, Vlaco's definitely Photoshopped. No, he's not, man. I'm telling you, he's <laughs> not. That's just what person. he does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does. He was on a boat the other day. Did you see that? Enjoying his best life. Good for him. I mean, he's got the, the new contract. Just, they gave him the more dude than knows, the minimum. knows what to do. He knows yeah. what he's doing. He, know, he knows what he's doing. Shout out. Uh, so it was great to see those guys. It seemed like, you know, the Nuggets, they played a little five-on-five. Five. Um, Jamal Murray was in the five-on-five five as well. I'm and telling you, it's meaningful. I've said this. It's meaningful. He is now a five-on-five five player. Yes. And Ryan Bowen did say today that he even thought that he looked, you know, more confident, better you. in five on five today than he looked in Denver last week when Malone said it was the most serious five on five that he's played yet. So would you say this is now the most I, serious? We have a new most serious <laughs> five on five. Well, that's good to see that yeah. he's playing more I, five on five. Honestly, yeah. No, it is really good. It is really good. He's still listed as out though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ryan Bowen said you know Jamal looked good and. Um, Peyton Watson, Ryan Bowen had some interesting, you know, thoughts on him and, and said like, yeah, there's stuff obviously he needs to clean up. But he said that Peyton was super vocal at practice and in team meetings when watching film and stuff, you know, pointing out things that, that they need to clean up, I love taking that. responsibility for some of his mistakes as well. I so that. I thought that was a nice bit of insight into just who Peyton Watson is behind closed doors. I think about all early signs, early returns on that part of Peyton. Or that he's a good teammate. He's about yeah, basketball, yeah. high character dude. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, it's weird. I'm really rooting for, for Peyton. Like, sure, I'm like firmly sure. in the Peyton Watson corner here. Peyton Watson for also, he has an incredible recall as well. Really? So I asked him about that sequence where he had that block shot, and then he eventually got that dunk on the other end, and he just replayed it like seek like play for play sequence for, like it was incredible the recall he had it was like LeBron thinking back and talking <laughs> wow. about it did one of those yeah. plays last night just like LeBron man it did he also so so like LeBron. LeBron. yeah <laughs> but I was, get it yeah but his quote was because Josh Minow Minow Minot Minot I think it's Minot Minot Josh Minot was going off there's a town in is it Montana called Minot you tell me, bro. I think it's North Dakota. That's an Adam North Dakota, fight. you're right. That is what it is. Yeah, South Dakota. Um, Josh Minot. <laughs> We're close. We're close. <laughs> Josh, I actually don't know. Josh Minot was going off, and Peyton Watson said, what was running through my head was, I'm like, not letting this guy score me anymore. Um, that was midway through the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, a couple minutes left, and he got that block. And I was just really impressed with his recall. And just talking with people around the team, apparently he recalls stuff from – Games where he was in fifth grade. Really? And you're like, dude, how are you remembering this? This was like 15 years ago. I have terrible recall. Me too. We know that. I have a terrible memory. We we're your friends. <laughs> About everything except basketball. Adam's like, the other day someone was telling me something. I'm like, yeah, that was me. I, I told you. <laughs> it wasn't the other day. It was like five was, minutes ago. Yeah, an hour. <laughs> one, one thing about Peyton, there was a theme in, in every sort of conversation that he had and other people had about him today. Mm. Uh, there was no sugarcoating. Uh, it, from him? Well, no, or, just I yeah. think from Ryan Bowen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All it, right. It just, it, but here, I can say it through this quote in terms of on the record stuff. Peyton said, uh, "One thing I love about this organization is there are no yes men. Oh. Everyone tells you what you need to hear. Yeah. That and that was an open-ended question. Was, right. Tell us about your relationship with Calvin Booth. Right. That was his first answer. I love that. So, I think Peyton gets it, man. There's work to be done, and I, I don't. I think people in the org don't want to hold his hand through this. Right, you know? right. They're trying to help him become that player. That's great stuff. I think that it's great that he goes into this situation the first time he, he has to know that it's a business decision. Like people are going to be serious with you. People are going to tell you when you're not having good games. He did not have a good game. And obviously the coach and, you know, a front office member has openly talked to him about how he needs to get better. Right. Yeah. So like his first opening day of NBA is like, you need to get better. You need to work harder. That's something that's going to stick. It means it's an opportunity to respond. That's what it yeah. is. It's kind of exciting. Anything else from practice? Any other takeaways? 
Well, another thing with Peyton Watson is you can just tell how excited he is to actually play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he played 28 yep. minutes yep. last night. I don't know if he ever played 28 minutes in a game right. last season at UCLA. No he just hasn't played and like had a role for – 12 months. When you asked him that question, man, his eyes lit up. Oh, he was like, oh, man. He couldn't wait to answer that. It feels great. Yeah. uh, You're kind of happy for him in that sense. You're just like, wow, he actually gets to play basketball. Most interesting player for game two? Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson. It's Peyton Watson. Kamagate, I'll throw in the mix. Piwat. Oh, man, I will say that was actually the worst part of the game. It's a bad thing. The the, the bench calls him Piwat. Yeah. I don't know if I can get there. Uh, Peyton Swatson. That's, uh, that's a great one. No, I, I like. Know. I, I, Peyton, I like. Charge of I like Peyton Swatson. The, the broadcast called him that. The broadcast. Oh, I guess you didn't hear the broadcast. I watched it again this did morning. They? Yeah, they did. They called him Peyton Swatson. St- I Who I was on the broadcast? Good. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Isaiah cool. Thomas. Hey, couple oh yeah, of Isaiah quick, Thomas. A couple of quick notes for me while we're wrapping up. Uh, Darrell Arthur. You may have seen that Minnesota offer, but you never saw any news. Yeah. I asked him. He turned it down. He's staying in Denver. Let's go, man. Nugget for life. Oh, man. And and I will just say this before we go. Nugget for life. I thought you even kind of undersold the obstacles in Kamigate's path. Like I, I undersold him? I I think you undersold the obstacles in his path. I was trying to sell him. I know. No, no. I'm saying the language barrier is real. That he hasn't practiced with this team is real. That he's not around people he knows. And there's no there's no Kamigate camp, man. Like, this kid is... Oh, is right. Like, he's kind of here alone. Yeah, you're he right. He's yeah. not in a position to succeed. Right. So, what you see from him, I think, keep that in mind. Yeah. I was trying to sell that. I know. I feel like you undersold it. I saw I undersold it. Yeah. Well, my bad. I feel like you underanalyzed this game. So. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. You're, you are right about that. <laughs> we all came up short today. Yeah. Um, that does it for today, guys. It was a very fun one. We got a game tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure when we'll get to the postgame show on that one. I mean, it's, you know, we'll see if it's going to be a late night edition or if it's going to be something when we get back to Denver. We'll find out. Hmm. But I'm excited for it. You guys can watch along. And then on top of that, you're not going to want to miss. The great Ryan Green, producing all kinds of great content that is up right now. Uh, I believe uh, King Josiah, everybody knows him, the meme king. Uh, He sat down and talked with uh, none other than Superstar Dev for a great interview that I haven't even seen yet, but I'm going to watch it as soon as this is over. The Johnson boys. The Johnson boys. Really? Look at that, man. The The only two people with that Johnson and Johnson? We're the only people. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson's a good nickname. You said the Johnson boys. Uh, Hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you.